bit like Rick, Dan asked me to give a talk a few months ago, and then I didn't really think about it for a while. But um, I should do a little introduction. My name's Stuart, for those of you who don't know. Um, I grew up in the fellowship in Lismore, and we come along, mum was looking for a church based on the Bible, and um, she got witness to and shown in scriptures what she had to do to be saved, and then she come along. Um, Dad didn't need any reviving at that point, but um, six months later he come along, got spirit-filled and baptised. And yeah, so me and my brother just um, got brought up in the fellowship, and um, yeah, just had a really good life. So probably like a lot of you here, you've all been brought up in the fellowship. So it's really great, but sometimes you don't have a black and white experience of what you've been saved from. And um, yeah, I'm just going to um, share a few of my thoughts with you and hopefully you get a bit out of it. Um, so I'm actually a builder and Dan said, oh, you, you'll be able to relate to the topic. And um, yeah, I probably can. But um, I feel like I've been just like thinking in analogies and parables for the last month. And um, so, yeah, might be a bit confusing. <laughs> All right. So we'll just turn to Isaiah 28, verse 16. And it says, Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. And um, pretty obvious what the foundation is, and that's um, Jesus. And so Jesus is laid the foundation for us so we don't need to um, lay the foundation and in building it's like one, when you get out of the ground that's a bit of a building term I don't know if anyone would not understand that but um, so getting out of the ground is the hardest part like you've got to set it out you know you've got to follow your engineering plans and but once you get out of the ground things become easier and so Jesus has laid the foundation, so it's kind of easy for us straight up. So we've just got to build upon that. And if we just go to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And I had a name for my talk, and it was Why Build? And chapter 3 and in verse 9 it says, For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry, ye are God's building. According to the grace of God which is given unto me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. I suppose that's just reinforcing my point I just made, that like Jesus has laid the foundation. 
And then it's just up to us to build upon that. And um, I'll just keep reading down. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. And I suppose my first point is that the foundation has been laid. It's a perfect foundation. We don't have to change it. We don't have to do anything to it. It's, you know, it's the gospel. But then we've got a choice about how we build. And we can all choose how we want to build. And um, so really we've, we're given free choice. And I really think that's a good thing. And because um, we're not told how to build, we're not told to be a Christian, you have to be this particular way, you have to fit this mold. We can all build how we want to build, but we need to be building properly. And yeah, so we just need to be building something that's structurally sound. Um, God has done the engineering, Jesus has laid the foundation, and we build. Um, there's a saying in building that you design from the roof down and you build from the ground up. You like that one, Crackers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. They know I didn't just make that up. Um, so... You design from the roof down, you build from the ground up. So what what would you need to be able to do that? Anyone got an idea? Maybe a carpenter in the back row there? Sebastian? He's got nothing. Right. <laughs> well, you need a set of plans. Um, it's pretty hard to build anything without a set of plans. So this is the Bible's our plans. and But because we all get to build how we want to build, we need a vision of what we want to build. And to have a vision is really important because it, it sort of... you you look forward at this vision of what you want to have and then you work out how you want to get there. And when you build anything like a real building, there's a, like a construction code and you've got to refer to the code to make sure you're doing things properly and that's what the Bible is for us. We refer back to the code and see if we're on track and if we just turn to, oh, I've got another little scripture here. We'll turn to it actually, because I feel like I'm getting through it pretty quick. Uh, it's in Proverbs 29. Proverbs 29 and in verse 18, it says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. 
and just in my notes, I've got the Bible is our code, so we need to be familiar with it. Uh, if we just turn over to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Probably not as quick as some of you guys turning to it. Uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and in verse 19, it says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in the great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, some to honour and some to dishonour. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honour, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared to every good work. And so it's up to us to have a look what we're building, and if there's something there that's not structurally sound, we need to knock it down and rebuild it. And sometimes in building, it's can be a hard thing to do like you're kind of like oh well it's probably okay you know like we probably can get away with it but you know that for the building to be structurally sound you need to knock it down and rebuild it and sometimes in our lives it's hard to get rid of things that we feel that are that are us but if we know they're of the flesh and not of the spirit then maybe they need some attention, a bit of renovation. And so the title of my talk was So Why Build? And for me, um, I'm actually pretty excited. I don't look excited, but I am. <laughs> um, so we can make plans for our lives and... Like we, we do make plans for our lives and we know this life is only temporary but it's still exciting to make plans for our lives and um, know that the Lord can bless those plans. And something that um, I've been doing recently is just speaking to myself positively and just, just saying, you know, I am a son of God. And just saying those things because that's who we are and that stops um, doubts coming in. And, um, you know, there's lots of other scriptures like if um, God be for us, who can be against us? And just there's just heaps and they're just really important to, um, to repeat to yourself. And... The reason that I'm excited is because I'm excited for my life in the Lord and to see where he's going to take me and I can make plans for my life and I know that the Lord is going to bless them because that's what his word says. And I'm also excited to, um, you know, I've got my nephews up there and it's really special to realise that what I have is what they can have. And so what I build in my life, I'm building for them as well. 
I'm setting a good, I'm trying to set a good example for them to bring them up in the love of the Lord. And maybe some of the younger people here haven't had that realization yet, but it probably will happen one day. And I'm sure our parents have had that realization. And all the people that have gone before us in the fellowship understand that. And I probably wasn't going to say this, but you know, there's, there's, we live our life according to the Bible, but there's guidelines in the fellowship. And those guidelines are really important. And they're guidelines for good living. And that's why they're in place. Because people that have gone before us and people that have been young and they've experienced life, they've been our age and they've experienced all the things that we're going through. And they put the guidelines in place for our benefit. And I've been caught out before and done the wrong thing. And I wish now that I had obeyed the guidelines. But that's not what's important. It's where I'm going now. And I just look at the young people now and I just think, like, what a future that they have if they, they stay in the Lord and they build upon the foundation. And um, what have I got here? And back to my topic of the or title of the talk is why build? And so we need to ask ourselves that question, like why, what are we building and why are we building it? And for me, it's I'm in the my life is a testimony to God, and that's that's why I'm here. That's why I build upon the foundation. And as well, I, my life is a testimony to bring other people to the Lord so that they can um, experience the love of God and that they can have salvation as well. And that's how I want to conduct, conduct my life as a testimony to um, the Lord. And building is actually really easy in a practical sense and in a spiritual sense as well. You know, there's three rules to building and that is plumb, level and straight. That's all you need to remember and you can probably get you can probably build anything and get yourself out of trouble. And the three things in spiritually is pray, read and fellowship. And if you do those three things you'll probably get out, out of trouble. 